following program is produced by the Align in the Sound team. If you like what you hear, please stick around at the end of the show. To find out more, contact us and contribute towards a positive future. First up, we'd like to welcome Craig Blakely to the show from Vote Easy. So a little bit of background here. Uh, Vote Easy is a non-biased independent online platform making elections easy by connecting voters and candidates. And it has also helped to get the approximately 40% of undecided voters to connect with candidates that align with their values, leading to more informed decision making at the polls. So Craig, welcome to the show. It's lovely to have you joining us. I believe you're calling in from Queensland this morning. Uh, yes, thank you very much. And what's the weather like up there in Queensland? Is it's it fall soggy? At the moment, perfect. Oh, perfect. All right. So we've got a bit of a cloud clearing up there. That's nice to hear. Yes, we've got a bit of an Antarctic blast happening at the moment. It's a bit on the cool side. (laughs) But that's Canberra, right? Everyone can bag out Canberra for being the coldest place in Australia most of the time, unless you're in the snow, the actual snow. Um, So, Craig, perhaps the best way to get started would be for you to introduce us to Vote Easy. I just gave a quick intro there, but I'd love to hear it in your words and uh, help our listeners get uh, familiar with your site and your platform? Yeah, sure. Um, look, Vote Easy predominantly is designed to help connect candidates and voters, uh, and predominantly undecided voters. So, those voters who don't pay attention to politics on a day to day basis, uh, don't, aren't really interested in, in the topic, but are, but are interested in making an informed vote uh, when it comes to the um, election day and all that sort of thing. So, what we've realised over the years is that a lot of voters turn up to the polls. They don't know who is in their um, electorate. They don't know who's, who the candidates are. So when they, they get a vote, they just, they just see names. Uh, and so what we've got to do is try, or what we've recognised trying to do, is to try and um, inform the voter of who they're voting for so that they elect a local representative that actually thinks like them. Um, so for argument's sake, if... They've always voted Labor. They may not understand party factions. So if they think more left and the candidate that they're electing thinks more right, well, that candidate may not be the right candidate for them. They may find an alternative person there. Um, so that's what Vote Easy is about, is just making it easy. Now, what we're also trying to do is make it more affordable for candidates to get their message out, because the things that candidates find are the elections are becoming more expensive to get their, their, their voice heard. Uh, and then when you have something that's more expensive, you need to raise money. So once candidates need to start raising money and they may start to compromise uh, their position because obviously depending on where the money's coming from, uh, they may have to... They may be influenced with decisions. So Vote Easy covers uh, local elections, state, territory elections, federal elections, both upper and house, upper and lower houses, uh, by elections. If it's an Australian election, um, Vote Easy will uh, cover it, and it's just an easy way for the, the the people that we want to get to connected, which is the voters and the candidates. Um, connected so that they can make an informed decision. Yeah, that's wonderful. So, what inspired you to create? Vote easy, Craig. Like something along the line must have frustrated you enough to decide oh, to build a platform. Voter. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, vote easy is owned by two people, which is um, Owen Watley and myself, and we're just two voters who have just watched the progression of um, governments uh, as a game at all levels. It's it's not it's not uh, restricted to federal. It's um, and what we found is that um, we we live in a massive circle of. of 
are individuals who genuinely don't realise or know who they're voting for. They have the same thing, who do I vote for? I don't know any of these names, all that sort of stuff. And so what we realised is over the time, we were starting to tune out. We were starting to, to fall into that mode. And then we realised, well, that's no good for anybody. It's not, it's not good for democracy. So it was one of those things, well, we've got to fix it. <laughs> it was more driven by... Um, frustration um, and it was just it, it takes a long time to to go through and get something that would work in regards to being um, a level playing field so that obviously we reduce the cost so that we can uh, try and eliminate large political donations um, it was also to how do you make how do we get the candidates out there how do we get the the um, undecided voters engaged so we've designed something we believe is extremely inclusive so there's no uh, paywalls or anything like that. Um, it's trying to motivate those who do pay attention to get involved, to try and help those who don't pay attention to get involved. And by designing something that was very affordable and inclusive, and, and, and Vote Easy is fully funded by candidates, so we don't we, we, we don't receive any other money from anywhere else so that people understand that we are trying to make a... You have a system that's in place that is completely driven by the community. So if nobody gets involved and candidates don't use it, well, Vote Easy doesn't, won't do too much. But if we all get involved and we get the candidates there, then voters have an easy way to, you know, get the information they need. So that was what drove us is just fixing what we thought was a problem. Mm. Now, when you and I were chatting earlier in the week, um, we were just talking about some of the um, people that had registered with VoteEasy, some of the candidates, and they were mostly, um, you know, as you said, parties or individuals who are running as independents with uh, a smaller purse. You know, they're not the big majors. They don't have an endless supply of corporate no, donations right. coming in. So this yeah. is obviously a way for the people that don't um, that lose out because they don't have the resources to have a, a bigger presence, a bigger voice, yeah, um, and still be accessible to the voter. And I'm sure one of the things we've done on this election series is to focus on the independents and the minor parties and give them a platform because often they don't get a lot of platforms or any platform sometimes if they're really controversial in any of the mainstream Correct. media. So it's really trying to even up the playing field a bit. And I personally really feel that made a difference in our local ACT elections by platforming a lot of the minor parties and independents and we noticed that in the election outcome for the ACT Legislative Assembly in 2020 um, it you know it swung a lot of seats not just what we did but I think just informing voters swung a lot of seats so Something else that you had talked to me about was this 40% of voters that are sort of out there in the ether, a little you know, undecided, bit unsure how to vote, maybe not familiar with the, the structure. And those are the people that your candidates are trying to capture that have the possibility to swing those seats, well, right? Well, that is exactly why elections are so expensive. So mm. even the major party, everyone's trying to reach that group of people because me and you are talking now, and Scotty's there, and then you've got um, CAPAD and all that. Those people are actually engaged in the process. So they're well-informed, they know. So parties and others don't need to spend a lot of money to find us. We're, we're relatively easily connected. But the, the main bulk of the money is, is, is raised and spent to reach those people. Now, what we're trying to explain to candidates and to parties and that sort of stuff is the people they're spending all that money trying to reach aren't engaged yet. So Vote Easy is only for official candidates, by the way. So we, we aren't engaged at the point of official election campaign start. So once nominations close, 
and the, the each uh, the commissions um, tell us who the candidates are. Voteasy then puts those names on onto the platform, and then the candidates can upload their information um, to that. Now, because that's the only time um, undecided voters start to engage is when they go to vote. So, trying to uh, yeah, um, you know, so we we don't. We've been asked often, you know, why, why can't we go on earlier? I said, because the, the people that we're trying to help you with aren't engaged, just wasting, you know, just, just wasting your time and money, just do it this way. So it's, it's understanding that that is the reason elections are so expensive. And, and the reason the major parties go even earlier and earlier and earlier is to try and get that uh, traction with the undecided voters. But they just they just don't pay attention until they need to vote. So that's it. That's what the... Um, why independents, they don't need, I think it was um, Climate 200 uh, during the week there, was sort of saying you need $200,000 $200, each at least. Well, that's a ridiculous amount of money um, for anybody to have to, to you know, uh, raise just to represent their community. So what we're trying to do is say, run a campaign however you want and spend whatever you want, that's fine, um, but you don't have to spend a lot of money to reach this group of people. And one thing I noticed when I was coming on today is that um, two double X go uh, people power radio. Well, voting is pretty much doing the same thing. It's it's about getting like-minded people involved and getting the community involved. And if we all get involved, well, it's actually fairly easy to connect these people. And I think most voters, they they do want, I mean, people who are, like I said, undecided, who haven't um, done a lot of research and determined how they're going to um, put their ballot in. There's a lot of people who probably I'd say for want of a better word are lazy with voting and if you can give them an easy access to all of the information to help them make informed decisions I think a lot of people would be on board with that oh and and, that, and that's we we know that too um it's I think I've referenced to you before you know um, I'm not that interested in mechanics so although my mechanic is he likes to tell me about the car and why it's not working all that stuff it's just it doesn't resonate with me and I don't but that's what we're trying to do with voting and and a lot of people have tuned out because it's too hard and because they keep getting the same result they don't realize why they're getting the same result because a voter only votes for their representative so who who the person on the ballot paper um what you'll you know you'll hear is a lot of people talking about that they're going to vote for in this particular case you know scott morrison or albanese um when their names don't appear on the ballot paper so you're not voting for them, and that's that's why people get a bit a little bit disillusioned. Um, it's because to them, their person didn't win, and it's the same old, same old. So we've got to remind voters that you're only selecting this particular person, and you're right, and that they're the people that you know. If you if you concentrate and know who you're voting for, you're actually going to get better results because the, the local candidate's going to be working for you and he, and he will think like you and think like your community. And then they get to the big table. They'll represent you there. And then that's, that's, that's just trying to, 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 oh, to engage that, the voter to understand that's how you will, you know, rejuvenate, I guess, the, um, the democracy because people are understanding that I can make a difference. If I, focus, if I focus on who I'm voting for. Mm. So how, how does the information that goes up onto the site get vetted? Do you vet it or no, do you write it no. yourself and dig up the no. dirt? Or 
No, so what happens is the um, the candidates, because what we're asking, we tell candidates, they've done all the work already, so really all they're doing is consolidating their um, campaign. So what they, they do is um, they upload all their information, they attach whatever links they've done, because every candidate will run a, a campaign differently, they... Um, they upload the information and it, they are responsible for that information. So they authorise that page as well, just as, as the requirements of the Commission. And because they're official candidates, they are bound by the rules and regulations of an official candidate by the commissions that they're, they're operating under. So in this particular case coming up for the federal election, um, they would be operating under the AEC. So they have to follow the rules and regs of that. So, no, we don't vet. That's, that's the good thing about Vote Easy is that we, it, it's the voters here directly from the candidates and or their representatives, and that's that's it. So we don't get involved in any way so that the, the site is trusted by, by candidates and it's trusted by voters as well. So um, we just allow, we just make it easy for the two to find each other. Mm. And so I understand too for the candidates, um, on their profile page, so if voters want to connect with them off the Vote Easy platform, yeah. you have the um, option for candidates to provide links to their other uh, social media or Correct. platform pages. Yeah. So we wanted to make uh, make it so that um, Vote Easy wasn't a noisy place, so that each candidate had a quiet place where they could put their information. There was no sort of... It's not like a sort of Facebook where it just gets cluttered and messy, messy by... Um, you know, other people's opinions and negativity and all that sort of stuff. It's just a safe place for them to put their information. The, again, the undecided voter doesn't want to hear or see anything. They just want to know who am I voting for and what do they represent. And then if they want to communicate with the candidate outside or want to know more about it, if they have um, social media or if they have a website or uh, any of that sort of stuff, that that's where they go off and they and they go see that information. So it's just a quiet place for a candidate to put their information and a quiet place for a voter to consider. Mm. So I guess in some ways, and we've talked about this before too, is it, it's a way of humanising the candidates for the voters? Oh, for sure, for sure. And, and, and as you, you, you know, that usually um, once you've spoken to somebody and you've, you've, you, you've, you've formed a relationship, then you're open to conversations and, and that sort of stuff. Um, what you find is the majority of voters, the only thing they know about the candidate they're voting for is they saw them on a call flu or they got a flyer. And that doesn't really tell you much about the person you're voting for. Um, you know, the headline that says jobs. Well, that doesn't help me much. <laughs> sort of, But that's, that's the information that a majority of voters go to the voting booth with is um, the headlines. Mm. Uh, not the details. So our job is just, look, and it's not their fault. It's, it's, just, it's just a topic they're not overly interested in at that particular time in their general life. They're, they're interested at the time they want to vote. So it's, it's, it's just about making it easier. And as we make it easier, you may find that they get involved a bit more because it's easy. And what Vote Easy would love to do is is teach them how easy it is to communicate with your representative and how easy it is to um, vote um, uh, do your own preferences because uh, Vote Easy has a has a voter preference card there, which you can move uh, the you know the, the candidates around and put them in your own um, order. Then you take that to the ballot box and it, it will reflect the um, how to uh, it will reflect the um, ballot paper, and so it makes it that, that process easy for you. 
Uh, we're still going to be doing work on the legislative council um, how to vote code. That's at the moment um, needs a little bit of work, um, but for the lower house, it's it's perfect and it's easy. So, um, and and that's what we're thinking is just by showing people how easy it actually is. We're pretty confident we can swing a lot of those undecided voters to actually become informed voters. Mm. So um, I know with uh, CAPAD, which is how we found you, Craig, yeah. uh, the Canberra Alliance for Participatory Democracy, and we had Peter Tate on the show a couple of weeks ago explaining yeah. Australian democracy, they had something um, during the Legislative Assembly elections in the ACT called a CAPAD statement, which sort of attempted to do the same thing, which is to encourage the candidates to um, present themselves as human beings rather than political robots. Uh, and a lot of the people that took that up, a lot of the candidates that took that offer up, were, of course, again, the minor parties, the independents, um, who, who not only saw value in that, but it's just helping people get to know who they are. They couldn't compete complete, um, compete in the core flute war. Uh, mm. There were, you know, you driving down any major road and there was, you know, 80% of the core flutes are the, the two majors and then you've got a smattering of others. But, and a lot of those people too were also having their core flutes vandalised. Um, so, you know, you've got a small budget there, you're trying to put it towards a few core flutes and people who don't like you are vandalising them and pulling them up and destroying them. So there's also that thing that you've mentioned that uh, VoteEasy helps with, which is election waste. Oh, yeah, a lot of election waste. Um, and that, and that's, 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 yeah, that's what we're trying to do. And, and, and we're hoping that candidates will understand that VoteEasy is part of their election campaign. Yes, you can use it as only a source of um, campaigning if you really want to keep... Um, you know, your election um, campaign afford or cheap. But those who um, have a, a bigger budget and choose to go down that road, we're asking them to think about how they can do things differently, how they can utilise VoteEasy to help reduce that. And you mentioned CapEd before and, and their uh, survey, that sort of stuff. That's what VoteEasy is about, is working together, where we, you know, we, we are all helping uh, in whatever way we can to connect um, people, and by doing that, that will, that's where you'll reduce the electoral waste. Because if if we make it easy for voters and we connect all those who are working together, then there isn't a need for all the you know the letter drops and and that sort of stuff. What voters, what we encourage candidates to do is by using Vote Easy, tell people you're using Vote Easy, let them know because it makes sense. Well, I think if it's easy, you know, if you can pardon the pun, if it's easy, people are going to tell each other to go and do it. Of course, and that's exactly how undecided voters work. They, yeah. They're very driven by community, they're very driven by word of mouth, their friends, their families. Um, it's, it was actually, it was Mark Spain from Tabat who, who, when I was talking to him a couple of weeks ago, mentioned his daughter, um, asking um, him about, you know, who do I vote for? And that sort of stuff. And and I was trying to explain about that's the person that we are targeting, the first-time voters, those who um, don't pay attention. So they're the people we're trying to help and, and explain to candidates that these, you know, 18-year-olds or young voters are coming through all the time. Uh, and that that's why Vote Easy will help them, because in that case, Mark would have just said, look, go to Vote Easy, have a look what candidates are participating and start there. Because... N- the candidates can't reach every voter on their own. They need to work together, and that's what VoteEasy has recognised. We can't reach them on our own because we'd need millions and millions and millions of dollars. Um, 
and that's every single election. So it's not as if, oh, we spend millions of dollars and then we've reached everyone's all good. You have to keep spending that money. And therefore, we'd have to accept money from other people as well. So that we know that system doesn't work. But by working together... But it works for a very select few, right? <laughs> uh, sorry? He said it only works for a very select few, well, usually the few we don't want it to work for. Because even if they did South Australian election the other week, it, it, it doesn't really work because mm. Liberals would have spent a lot of money then and the majority of the undecided voters just went from uh, Liberal to Labor. Mm-hmm. And if you have a look, none of the minor parties really did any better. Um, there was a little bit better on Greens because SA Best weren't there. But the, the independents were, were, did OK. But unless they win election after election after election, well, we don't know what the uh, community are genuinely thinking there. Um, and at the moment, independents are very popular um, if you have a look at um, Climate 200, I think they've got either 18 or 21 independent candidates. Well, what we're trying to highlight to those is that if you work together and you're on Vote Easy, well, then there's 18 people and their contacts and their uh, supporters all pointing undecided voters to one location. And that undecided voter, it doesn't matter where he or she lives in Australia, they will go just want to know their candidate. So they go to Vote Easy, they look up their own election and they find their candidates. It's that simple. Hmm. So for somebody um, who's just heard the show and they would like to go check out Vote Easy, when can they expect to see the candidates up there so they can go there right. and actually read about so it? As soon as we can get them up after nominations are announced by the Commission. So um, we what we do is we work on feedback from the community, from um, cam candidates that have used us. And what we do is, because Vote Easy is all about the undecided voter, we will do whatever needs to happen to help that voter out. So if the candidates come up with a good idea or suggestion, we'll look at it from our point of view and say, yep, that'll help the voter and we'll make the change. But at the moment, we know those voters don't pay attention. So... When the nominations close in whatever election it is, as soon as we can get them up, which is usually within 24 hours, um, that's when the candidates can start putting their information up. And then that's when, um, obviously, voters can just keep checking in on their electorate to make to find out how, how um, many candidates are participating. And then from there, um, you know, they'll, they'll know um, which... You sort of need to ask why. Mm. If we've made it affordable, easy, effective, inclusive, and they still don't use Vote Easy, then it comes down to whether they know about us or not. So get involved, get onto the candidate, let him know or her know, and get them on. Brilliant. It's, it's that simple, Brilliant. you know. But it's about including everybody and encouraging everybody to get included, mm. involved. We have the Vote Easy donation plan as well. So if community clubs groups or charities want to get involved and raise money in elections, uh, we've got that option too. So, um, but we think we've covered every base, you know. Um, there isn't anybody that, that can't get involved in helping candidates and voters connect. Okay, that's brilliant. So, um, Craig, so is it um, voteeasy.com? Is that the best place to find you? Um, voteeasy.com.au. Right, and I believe you're also on Facebook as well. Uh, yeah, we've also got a Facebook as well. And, and look, whereas it's, it's, it's about saying support, share and use. So support us, share us amongst your friends, family, candidates, and, and then use us uh, when you vote. And just because you're not a candidate 
if this election doesn't mean you can't, you, you know, you can't help and assist because you're a voter. Mm. And if you're, you know, everybody's a voter, so everyone can get involved. That's brilliant. Well, that's exactly what we're doing today is sharing all about Vote Easy. So I wanted to thank you so much for coming on the show today and, uh, and hopefully we'll have a bit more to follow up uh, post the election date being announced. Oh, yes, for sure. <laughs> and if, if, you know, if you want any more information, <laughs> let us know and, um, yeah, happy to... To, to talk about it all day. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for getting up an hour earlier than us in Queensland. <laughs> okay, thank you. You're Dana. welcome. You um, so that was Craig Blakely with Vote Easy. So take a look at that platform if you'd like some assistance. You have been listening to an episode of A Line in the Sound, the podcast made by Co-ops, Commons and Communities Canberra, Co-Canberra for short, the New Economy Network of Australia, or NINA, and radio behind the lines from Community Radio 2XX 98.3 FM in Canberra, Australia. Co-Canberra is working towards a cooperative Commonwealth. Our work builds strong communities, extensive commons, and a network of climate cooperatives. The New Economy Network of Australia is a network of individuals and organisations working to transform Australia's economic system so that achieving ecological health and social justice are the foundational principles and the primary objectives of the economic system. Behind the Lines has been running for well over 30 years on Canberra's oldest community radio station, 2XX. We do extended interviews with anyone who's trying to make the world a better place. All three are volunteer-run, so if you like what you heard on this episode, join us and become the media. To join up with the New Economy Network of Australia, sign up at neweconomy.org.au. To help out with Behind the Lines, or to help our editing team finish off a mountain of good Australian New Economy info, which includes editing training, contact us at BehindTheLines98.3 at gmail.com and see 2XXFM.org.au where you can subscribe, donate and volunteer to Australia's only alternative voice, Community Radio. If you're not in Canberra, there's definitely one near you. To help out with CoCanberra, contact us at info at cocanberra.org.au That's C-O-C-A-N-B-E-R-R-A.org.au or come along to our monthly meetups, which we share with Nina Canberra Regional Hub, where we explore any and all aspects of the new economy. Find out what we're up to at cocanberra.org.au. And finally, if you want to help fund me, Scotty, to go full-time with this and lots of other related work, look up LiberaPay, L-I-B-E-R-A-P-A-Y, and search for Community Supported Scotty. From there, you can find out about all my other projects and donate to help create a new, appropriate economy. Thanks.